Hi everyone, I'm Barbara Lally, this is Trick Talks, and we are going to talk to Haley again because of some technical difficulties that we had on my end. So, we're going to give Haley a moment to join back in because something messed up on my end. So, I... Hello. Oh. What happened? I, so I got a phone call. I deleted it. And then you went mute. And then I don't know what happened. Then I turned my oh, no. It was a mess. That's literally never happened to me during a trip talk. So I'm very sorry. And I didn't know it would do that. No worries. We're learning new things. It's all this is what it's all about. <laughs> yes. Thank you for your patience. Um, so tell me more about um, you having to explain your BFRB to professionals. I think that's what we were talking right. about. Before. That's what we we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Chaos. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, um, you know, I, I was talking to my psychiatrist and giving him information and my therapist, I gave him information. Um, and so, you know, I don't fully know that he, he thinks he knows about it. <laughs> I don't know how much, you know, he truly truly gets it um he thinks it's much more i think a symptom of just anxiety um as opposed to something in its own right and again as i talked about in the beginning it is a symptom i believe but it is its own uh thing in its own right right yeah. because otherwise we wouldn't be talking about it um so it's it's kind of both those things and uh yeah i guess um yeah so yeah, I've had to tell a lot of people about it and be the expert and be my own advocate, which I'm okay doing um, at this point because, you know, no one else is going to do it for me. And that's kind of how it is. And I, I think as we go along, we'll get more and more help. And of course, um, there are clinicians that are clinicians who are trained specifically to help with VFRBs. Um, but the biggest issue is finding them in your area, I think. But I, I hope some of them do stuff online. I know some of them do. Um, but again, I, I, I always try to focus more on my overall being, um, first and foremost. And then, you know, you know, whenever I'm ready next to focus on my BFRB is when I'll seek help specifically for that. Mm -hmm. Have you ever met anyone in person or even online, but mostly just like in real life, like who has the same BFRB as you do or just a different BFRB and how did that feel meeting someone who kind of just like understood? Yes, I've been really fortunate to meet a lot of people actually with BFRBs um, based on not just my business that kind of came later after I had known people but um, the first time was when I went to a support group in Boston, um, Cambridge really, um, and I was that's where I was working at the time. I ultimately began running that group for a few years um, before I moved, but uh, I, I'll tell you the story. The first time I walked in there, and I don't know what I was expecting, like to see people with like, you know, uh, green faces, like the witch from the Wizard of Oz or something, and like just monsters. But I looked around and I was like, that my first thought was, these people do not look that fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like that. <laughs> right I was like what what was I expecting though like what do I think of myself for thinking of that question right mm -hmm. and so realizing that okay like we're all normal people here normal being you know yeah, yeah. we're just people 
we just have something else going on. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was really grateful to meet people at that very first meeting that had BFRBs, both, you know, hair pulling, skin picking, nail biting, et cetera. Um, and also other, you know, comorbid or co-occurring um, uh, mental health issues. And that community really helped me at that time. And that was also when I started go- being, you know, I guess pick free for a while um, for the most part um, for my wedding at the time. So um, yeah, I always will remember that. Like these people don't look that messed up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which means that I don't look that messed up. Right. Like that's kind of what I ultimately thought like, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it is interesting to see, like to have you say, Oh, well, what was I thinking in my head? Cause like for me, my BFRB, I was like negative self-talk, like crazy, like constantly, like, oh my gosh, you know, all these things. Um, and so, yeah, it kind of like snaps you and wait a minute, why am I thinking this? What do I say? What do I think about me? You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have spoken to people with who picked their skin before and they have mentioned, um, you know, being in this trance when you get in the mirror and I do the same thing. Like if I'm pulling a lot, like I'm in this trance, like it's like, hours can go by I don't even know how do you kind of snap yourself out of it if you're able to a squeaky toy I know it's a toy right now that's perfect um that's actually really funny um so I've actually had um my dog or cat walk in on me and like that actually really helps again like I don't actually have my own service dog right now um pretty soon when I get in a position to get my own dog I will be training my own um but that's how um, just hearing any noises in the environment that I can't control is really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm better at it now being aware in general of when I'm doing it. Um, so it doesn't last as long. But I think I, I try to be proactive with it as much as possible. Um, but when I can't be proactive or if I know that, you know, I've like, again, eaten lots of sugar or what have you, um, that I don't, I don't ultimately I just have to kind of give myself some grace whenever it does happen. Um, but really snapping myself out of it is just thinking like once I realize I'm doing it. Um, and then I can also like, sometimes I'll leave the door open in the bathroom to just be like, Oh no, I don't want to get found out. Mm. Um, that's always a good trick. Um, I use the bathroom with the lights off or with just a nightlight most of the time because that's like less of a trigger for like seeing the mirror. Um, and so there are like other strategies I've learned, like just trying to cover up some mirrors. Um, cause I, in one of the bathrooms, there's mirrors like on the front of the door and the back of the door. And I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I covered one of them at least. Mm. And, um, yeah, you gotta have like a mirror safe space, right? Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, yeah. even with you know, I used to. There was like a time where I had acne, and so that I was always like, I still get acne sometimes too. But you know, I was picking so much, I would have the magnif like the magnifying mm-hmm. mirror, and I'm finding things I wouldn't have found, and I'm going you know everywhere, and I'm like, this has to go because even. The little hairs that are growing back, I'm finding those and pulling them out. But now I'm seeing any imperfection in the skin. I'm, you know, playing with that too. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is dangerous. I don't, I can't have that in the house. Can I? Yep. Yeah. It's like those tools that you pick or pull with or, you know, 
you just have to have some discipline and you know get rid of them if mm -hmm. you know if and when you're ready to actually get serious about it mm -hmm. now i know you mentioned earlier that you know you don't have to be open about your bfl brief if you don't want to mm -hmm. what advice would you give someone who is on the verge of wanting to like they're just nervous to share um what advice would you give so what are your motivations for sharing versus not sharing literally weigh it out are you feeling any pressure outside pressure to share are you pressuring yourself to share what kind of place are you coming from mm -hmm. right are you coming from a place of uh okay scarcity or abundance um as you know some wise people have also told me um and so answering those questions helped me and not that I knew at the time that's exactly what the, the questions I was answering, but I, I did, you know, really assess what am I doing here? Is it worth it? Ultimately, right? What am I doing here? Is it worth it? And um, I don't know if you know uh, Brene Brown. Mm -mm. Oh, so she's um, she's an author. Um, she's studied like shame and resilience and things like that. And so she talks about uh, the vulnerability hangover. So I definitely had that. Um, which is when you do something and you're really brave and then you're like, Oh my God, what did I just do? Mm. Vulnerability hangover. Um, and then, you know, working through that and even like the imposter syndrome, like, you know, like I, or even, you know, in a different context, like, well, I just pick up my skin or I just pull my hair. Like how bad is it really? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like, well, no, like it is significant in my life or maybe it's not. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't, right? Depending on, you know, for you as an individual. But, um, and I find that a lot with people I work with for BFRB dogs, um, because to have a service dog, you have to have a disability. Um, yep, so to, to have a service dog, you need to have a disability. And so, am I disabled? Mm -hmm. Right, so um, it's like, well, does how much does this impact your life in, in you know different areas and so a lot of times the imposter syndrome will will sneak in and say like well you know in that comparison of you know well am i disabled if i'm not in a wheelchair or if i'm not blind or if i'm not deaf or the answer can be yes it can be um that mm -hmm. um it really depends on you as an individual if you know your BFRB is a disabling or not. And so, um, again, whenever you're talking about coming out, quote unquote, with your BFRB, think also of you know, to you, what does it mean? Or is it a, a big deal to you, or is it a little deal to you? Is it a medium deal to you? <laughs> right. Um, and again, just really. Um, investigate your motives behind that if that's something you want to do and know that you do not have to tell a soul you don't if you don't want to tell a soul you don't have to tell a soul as long as it's serving you to tell or not to tell mm -hmm. I really like that I I did you know I am open about it now obviously my face I put yeah. my face on Instagram all the time um but I do like to tell people that I didn't start openly talking about it until like maybe like a year and a half ago. Cause even when I started this account, 
in 2018, I was anonymous. So, you know, like I was like 29 years old when I was like starting to show who I was. And then that means I had trick for like 19 years. So I think it, it just is what you said. Like I, I told, you know, some people growing up, but to be so open and honest, that took a, such a long time, like more, you know, almost 20 years of my life and to get comfortable and want to share publicly. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, as we wrap up, I've had a really wonderful time speaking with you. Is there anything that you would like to talk about that we have left out? Um, I guess I'm assuming people just want to know a little bit more about the dogs. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, just basically, if you are um, interested in learning more about BFRB dogs, just send me a message. Um, and I will tell you, you know, we can set up a time to talk and it's just a matter of, you know, are we a good fit to talk together and connect together? And I like telling people like, I, I want to be your back pocket person, right? I don't want to just be your dog trainer. Um, mm -hmm. I like to try to give people resources and things like that. And um, yeah, I just, I, I've been there and, and a lot of times I am there, but I come from a different mindset now um, and I have a lot more knowledge. And so um, I'm just really grateful again that, I have, um, you know, the people in my life that I have and um, the dogs in my life that I have and have had and will have um, in some capacity. And um, I think, um, yeah, I guess if people just want to know more about the dogs, then just ask. Um, and I'm looking forward to hearing from uh, a lot more people and, um, Barbara, thank you so much. Uh, it was a great talk to you too. And um, yeah, that's all I have to say. Perfect. Well, I really appreciate it. And this dog is trying to come here. Let me see if I can show you what he looks like because now he's huffing and puffing. Come here. He's been huffing and puffing this like last 10 minutes. I'm like, come here now. You want to show your face? Up, up, up. I'm just going to pick him up. I'm going to show you the dog because he wants my attention and that's what he's going to get. <laughs> Hi buddy. Puppy Duppy. What's his name? Battle. 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 Hi Battle. Mm -hmm. So now he's like, mom, you're embarrassing me. But <laughs> you were just trying to hang out with me the whole time. So I really appreciate you coming on and thank you for being patient with all the technical difficulties and everything. Yeah, thank you. But I hope to speak to you soon, and I hope you have a wonderful night. Thanks so much, Barbara. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye. Bye.